Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Well, that didn't work. <laughs> we'll try. It. All right, we'll what try one more. Happened? Well, we'll try one more time. What happened? I don't know. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and we're going. That's it. This is the eighth, yeah, no, eighth just try. Go we're just it. gonna go. It's close enough. It's a it's, close enough. Clap. It's one of those days. It's fine. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week we've got Fabby. Hey, nerds! We are get ready, cause. Today's a baseball episode, and that means Fabi has baseball references to confuse and infuriate you all throughout the show. <laughs> oh, we've boy. Al- we've also got Emily. Hello. And we have our friend Haley. Hi, everybody. Hooray! I do not know what to say. That's okay. Don't worry about it. We're going to get you there. Yeah, would you like to say... Well, I guess we'll get to it in the next segment. Yeah, here's the first segment. Are you ready? Is everybody mm-hmm. ready for the first segment? It's new guest yeah. segment time, and that is, Haley, what is your history with Power Rangers? Yay. Well, I hope you're ready for a real long-winded response. Okay. <laughs> uh, the show came out when I was, like, seven or eight, I think. No, probably okay. eight, because it was 93, right? Uh, I was 93 way... or 92? Yeah. Yeah, 93, I think. Um... I was way, way into it, but in retrospect, I don't think that I honestly ever saw many episodes. Yeah. You were into the cultural phenomenon of Power Rangers. Yeah, and like, a homework schedule basically never let me see it. (laughs) Bummer. Yeah, I I definitely fell off before Zeo. I was big into the Equation Rangers, despite not knowing anything about them. Yes. (laughs) They are cool and good. Yes. Oh, I that's great. I, I knew we were friends for a reason! <laughs> yes. Uh, I definitely thought by the time Zio had come out, though I think I saw a few episodes, and um, way, like way me. later, in the year 2017, I was on vacation in Colorado, 
And to make a long story short, I got high with my cousin and decided to show him some Power Rangers. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Uh, we then both realized that uh, Mighty Morphin sucks, and I started mm-hmm. making some metas of it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, here's the thing. I love it, but it's not good. I don't think we've ever really mm-hmm. pretended that it is. No. <laughs> it's, very, it's very good high-watching, you say. <laughs> uh, yep. The some... best Mighty Morphin is the one that makes you go, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When it's at its best is is when Zack is running away from moths and shit like that. It's like, yeah. yes, perfect. Pineapple Good. the Clown. Yes. Pineapple the Clown is a classic in the Pudgy Pig. The first, oh, season that, first season that really caught my attention for actually being like a quality piece of television was probably SPD. SPD's fun. I really like SPD. It's... Yeah. Oh, as obviously as we've been doing the show, it um, has a major blemish. But yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> since we began doing the show, my attitude towards police officers has changed slightly, <laughs> um, yep. and so that's going to be a problem when we get there. Here, I, I mean, we've—I think I've even mentioned it before, but like mm-hmm. the thing that makes that especially thorny is in the fiction of SPD. They have a thing that you pointed at the bad guy and it tells you with 100% certainty if they are guilty or not. And mm-hmm. I'm like, boy, a this is what those- gun. Right. This is isn't it- like minority report shit that's not being examined by the right. text at it's, all. It's, it's yeah. the thing where it's like, okay, so if you took this at absolute face value and you're seven, that's fine. It's like, okay, that's a bad guy. Like, See, great, but- no problem. Uh- but- the problem is that nowadays in our world, not in comic books or anything, people are trying to come up with like AI routines that to right. put on drones to find people that like before they quote unquote commit crimes. And, and it's always just racist. Yeah, this is something or, that people are yeah. working on right now. Yeah, and it's, it's a problem. Yeah. So it's it's definitely something that's going to be a problem when we get there. But yeah. I, I really honestly what what troubles me more in SPD is the fact that um prisons have gotten so overpopulated that they need to put them into cards so they can keep them in a cabinet. Yes, yes, they yes. put the bad guys into playing cards like or or like collectible cards basically. That's a lot like Time Force where they just like shrunk the the guy. Yeah, they make it into which action is another, figures. Which is another cop one kind the of. The orange slobs cops. Uh, yeah, hey, hey, I, well, do you want to mention, you'll probably do it later, but do you want to mention the channel in which you do these edits, which are very oh, good? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, uh, just uh, go on YouTube and um, just search for Mighty Minimalist Power Rangers and you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good it's, name. It's great. Yeah. It's very fun. And and yeah, I mean, the the Power Rangers are cops, like they are. Mm-hmm. It, it, it They're a little different. Well, we actually just, last episode I well, was there, on... It depends on the Power Ranger team. Like, there's ones that are more cop and less cop. But like, I can mm-hmm. see what you're saying. Like, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and we talked about it. Spectrum of cops. <laughs> yeah, multicolored cops. We talked about it on the last episode I was on. Someone wrote in and was like, "Hey, how come the Power Rangers don't just stop like you know robbers?" And I think it's just because they really don't want you to think about the fact that. That would make them more cops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, they would kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. They're he- they're here to stop a very specific problem, and they 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 do that, and that's right. it. Like, yeah, right. they're just <laughs> out soldiers. 
It's actually something <laughs> yeah, that, that they are. I think the comics, <laughs> at, at least the early ones, deal with pretty well, where it's like, no, the Power Rangers are pretty much there to stop giant monsters. Like, yeah, Power Rangers tr- are just XCOM. When you try to apply them to other problems, it's like a little it it gets wonky. So <laughs> yeah, and I I just I wouldn't want to see that myself. Like I yeah. just want to see them fight giant monsters and like I, be goofy and stuff. I think like, they I, it, could do that, but you would need to do a lot of work that Power Rangers, as it is, I don't think is ready to do that work. Maybe yeah, in the I comics one I mean, day. Maybe and like. Yeah, Sentai it's- has like touched upon it too with like the Pat Ranger, Lupin Ranger, where like mm-hmm. yeah. um, half the Power Rangers are cops and the other half are like criminals. This is a thing and- that I think uh, when when they came out, I was like, oh boy, that sounds like a great adaptation. And now I'm like, don't do that one. That that no. doesn't seem yeah, no, like no. a good. The yeah. only way they could do it is if they if they did examine it, but like I don't think they they're not gonna. Would. And I don't, I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's a show you should be examining it in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think pretty you much could, but I don't think they will do that work. Um. So yeah, more than, so, anything, more than anything, it just freaks me out whenever you see Power Rangers fighting just regular guys. Right. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Is it's is it because it's well, it's it's like listen, Superman shouldn't be punching like. Batman can stop random uh, criminals. Superman yeah, should not. Yeah, and like not. Superman it, will stop them, but he will like just pick them up and be like, right. "You're God." Yeah, I'm what Superman. are they gonna do? To him? <laughs> yeah, it'd be the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, what's a dude with a knife gonna do to a Power Ranger? Like, right? Oh, I, exactly. I, I, I didn't mean a civilian. I just meant like a guy not in a rubber suit, such as um. Oh yeah, Frankenstein just way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So okay, cool. Well, so Haley, did you real quick? Do you have a favorite season or or like a character that you really, really love or, or anything? Oh, just uh, curiosity? can I just say all of Dino Charge? Dino Charge is great. That's bad. Uh, yeah, per- particularly but, the the Gold Ranger and his finisher, which is oh, just the words Xander Thunder being shot at the enemy. The te- the I it I think I said text. it when it, that's good. That's very it, good. I think I said it when it first <laughs> happened, but the fact that his finisher is clip art that flies at you is so good. Yes, it's great. I love it. Uh, it's his brand. Uh, yeah, it's good. I, I um, want a Pioneer season where they have a sound effects from the sixties Batman like thrown in. That'd be so the, good. some of the <laughs> these. Um, I think the newest season, the um, I'm sorry, I can't remember the gym. No, that sorry of Sentai, the gym based ah. one, G E M. Uh, my accent makes it so I can't say that word. Um, yeah, I I thought I, th- I thought that you'd meant it was like exercise based. I know, I I can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, You're but, that sounds cool. I like I like gems. Uh, so that um. That Sentai has a lot of that, where, like, uh, the, the, the moves are, like, words or text coming out at you, and it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, uh, so. I, I think go we're gonna hate it, but I'm, it was either the Neo Saban era or the Disney era, uh, or maybe the Nickelodeon era. One of those, they started adding, like, really bad punch effects. I remember watching one of those, and it was yes. just—it felt some of the terrible. I, I think I think it's the Disney era where like punches sound like laser blasts for some mm-hmm. reason. Because I think it, and they what, were wasn't that the same era where they made like the the you know the new Mighty Morphin Power Rangers where they just put in shitty effects. Oh, yes, like, yes, oh, yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. 
I believe that is the Disney stuff. Um, so that said, we have a couple pieces of news to talk yeah. about before we get to the episode. Um, the first one is a little smaller, but I think is fun. They have announced the uh, the cast for Power Rangers Dino Fury, which is the new season that's coming out um, next, starting next year. Uh, I could, well, I'll read you the the names real quick. So we've got. Um, uh, Russell Curry as the Red Ranger, Hunter Dino as the Pink Ranger, Kai Moya as the Blue Ranger, Tessa Rao as the Green Ranger, and Chance Perez as the Black Ranger. Um, that's cool. None of these people have, like, especially big careers before this. Um, but, you know, that's Power Rangers. The one thing that I wanted to mention is that, um, Tessa Rao will be the Green Ranger Izzy, the first Lady Green Ranger in Power Rangers, which is pretty yeah. cool. Excellent. Um, uh, she is also has the dubious distinction of being the first uh, since I think Mighty Morphin, where they just went ahead and made a a, a dude in, from Sentai a lady. Hmm. Um, so, in if you go look hmm. at the the Dino Fury promotions. The pink ranger has a skirt and the green ranger doesn't, and they've just decided to change it, which is good. I, they should do yeah, that. I'm glad. I never like it when the show only has one female character. It yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, I, th- I I was talking about this in the Discord the other day. Mighty Motion Emo Rangers continues to be the yeah, only that. Power Ranger quote unquote thing that has more female rangers than male rangers like not yeah, even li- oh yeah and that was like they started at the same amount and then they just kept getting female rangers um power rangers could never yeah yeah it's it's i, it's, I didn't know they went long enough to to, to change cast I didn't I know just had it. so so the weed ranger which is the green ranger Oh, turns, yeah, like real, one, I remember that. Yeah, real quick, real into, quick, in yeah. case people don't know, uh, oh, there yeah, was there was a YouTube series fan made called mm-hmm. the Mighty Motion Emo Rangers. It was Rangers. Like before YouTube. It yeah, was it might early be. It was, days of YouTube. I remember, I remember. I remember going on the website for Mighty Motion Emo Rangers and watching embedded videos. I don't yeah. think it was. Like, it might have been a little bit before YouTube. They were pretty well-made little fan mm-hmm. uh, videos, uh, but it was this, the conceit was there were an emo-based team, so it was mm-hmm. like introspective emo, weed emo. It's very of its time. Yes, it was ve- it, if <laughs> you are hearing me say this now, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Don't but worry, in the right. <laughs> In the early 2000s, it sort of made sense. So anyway, go ahead, Fabi. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, that Ranger, I can't remember if it's either in the original series or in the series they did like 10 years later with the same cast and characters. Uh, that character went on to be the Straight Edge Blue Ranger. And then they Ooh. they were the first one to get a green uh, female Ranger because the second green Ranger is a girl. And my mushing you, rangers. May I ask what you were booing, Haley? <laughs> Straight yeah, edge. Went, went, went from weed to not weed. That's a downgrade. Let, listen, some, let, hey, I mean, let them change I, I, their I am someone. I'm someone who partakes in the weed, and I don't think it's wrong to be straight edge if you want to be. <laughs> Live your truth. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's morally better than someone who isn't. But it's like fine. 
Well, okay. Um, so, <laughs> so in, in, in any case, I'm staying out of this conversation. So anyway, so the uh, uh, the Rangers, or sorry, so Diner Fury has been announced with the with that that cast. I think that's really cool. The other announcement that we've got, um, Hasbro announced that uh, Jonathan Entwistle. Uh, who, and boy, I don't know if that's how you say that last name. E-N-T-W-I-S-T-L-E. That's how I would say it. Uh, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Um, it's a very whimsical sounding name, isn't it? Yes. He has been announced as sort of a showrunner is not even the right word because he, he's Producer. going to be, yeah, he's going to be kind of running a, a, uh, both television and film, uh, like, universe i guess of power rangers um he's gonna be the kevin feige of power Rangers. yes if you aren't familiar he is the creator behind the netflix show uh it's the end of the fucking world and also uh i'm sorry what was the other one that you guys said you really liked I'm not okay yeah, with this. And both were uh comic book adaptions yeah which I think. Yeah. yeah um and he uh, is going to I be would- to anyone listening, go watch. Uh, I'm okay with this. It's really good. I, I will say, um, like, like content warning. There's some messed up stuff in it. Yeah, like just so you know, like there's gore and like uh, suicide and stuff like that. Like, so you know, so that's what depression. What's interesting yeah, about it. this is that that both of those are are if if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. They're teen properties. They're about yeah. teens. Yeah. yeah, and and so. It one, comes with all spoilers, the spoilers. One has superpowers in it, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, and it which co- one? Uh, spoilers. Uh, I'm not okay with this. Oh wait. Oh gosh. Gotcha. There you go. Uh, I realized how dumb that was. I realized how dumb that was when I asked it. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> but uh, the this is a cool way to take it because um, you know Power Rangers is about teens, but not. Not really. They always act like mm-hmm. much younger or much older, depending on the series. Um, sometimes they're basically full adults. Sometimes they act really like little kids. Um, but it, it never really goes into like the teen stuff yeah. in terms of. The closest of, we've had was the 2017 movie. Right, which has the whole uh, subplot with Kimberly and like the other cheerleaders. Um, but that wasn't handled like super well. So it, it's, I'd love to see them try to make something that is a little more about like what being a teenager is like. Um, Did you all remember that rumor we got a couple months ago about a possible like trans stranger and how hmm. I feel like we were all like, Oh, that's never going to fucking happen. This makes me go, huh? Maybe, because I could see they they talk they, this 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 producer this person's done LGBT content before. Yeah. That's what I was so about like, to ask. Yeah. Okay, yes. okay, cool. because yeah, I'm uh, not familiar with those shows. So, so just quick TLDR on I'm not okay with this. It's about a girl discovering that uh, she. I don't think it. I think it might be straight up uh, lesbian, but maybe bi. And, and she's I, I believe out. in the comics. Yeah. The, the, in the comics, the character was bi. Yeah, she's figuring out. Some people thought that the yeah, there's a controversy with the show where some people's like, "Oh, the show's bi erasure." I don't think it is. I don't but, think it is. Yeah, but uh, it's left them because like she's figuring out her gender stuff. I mean, her sexuality stuff, 
and it was handled well, in my humble opinion, yeah. on this one, Queer Girl. Um, so I think so, too. I would be, not that I'm saying, oh, you have a carte blanche, or you can do whatever you want, but I'd be more willing to believe more queer, more queer. I'd be willing to believe queer Power Rangers is in our future. Right now, we're, I believe we're still only on the two lesbians in the comics, and that's it. Yes. I believe you're correct. Um, so, so that's cool. I, I also think the idea of having, obviously, Power Rangers has had producers who were around for a long time and and helped shape the direction of the franchise. But you did in some. Usually, you had like a person who, or or maybe two people who were running a season. And the idea of having one person kind of guide it a little bit more, I think, is is not necessarily a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not the biggest uh, fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like having one person ca- kind of guide that has definitely allowed it to do some stuff that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. So uh, it's an interesting idea, and I I think it could be cool. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely. Th- this is also not news. It is a rumor. There has been a rumor going around for a while that Hasbro has or is going to cut ties with Toei in some way. Uh, basically meaning there would no longer be. Yeah. Um, uh, what I saw was like, was like usually um, how, how it's listed in like a, like a scheduling. I'm not sure exactly how it was, but it, it's usually listed in a certain thing as um, like Sentai parentheses power rangers and it dropped the power rangers on a recent thing that came out yeah there's there's a couple Um, it might have been a fiscal thing that it was yeah different indicators that that people have sort of read into as being that uh they might be cutting ties which would mean no i I hope not because i like the sentai stuff (laughs) right that's the thing is it would mean no or less sentai footage which would either mean you'd have to film more original stuff, which would obviously cost more, or like you'd have to go animated or something like that. So if, especially if they're going to end their partnership with Toei, having someone to sort of guide it in a new direction is probably a good idea. Again, that's a rumor. We don't know that for sure. So. I'm just skeptical of it because why would a huge corporation do something that's not cheap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this is a... Think- Unless they think they're going to end up making more money, like, if they own all the designs, and they're... Sure. And they it's don't a, have to pay for those. I don't know if they pay whenever they make a, a toy or something. Listen, Maybe, yeah. Hasbro is, you know, they own Wizards of the Coast. Uh, they, they're a company that has done some shit, for sure. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go into it right now. But they're they a company. are typically... They are typically right. They're a corporation, but they're also pretty good at it. So it seems like they wouldn't. And by good at it, I mean like at making money uh, mm-hmm. with their with their properties. So it seems like they wouldn't do that if it didn't make sense in order to make more Power Rangers stuff. Like they it, they wouldn't just do it for no reason or or some people. I've seen online have been like, yep, they're just going to stop making Power Rangers content, but just keep making toys. And I'm like, I don't That's think that makes happen. sense. Would, that doesn't really. Only how do we, that. How will you want the toys? Yeah, they will only do that if for some reason they were like, ah, yes, this is how we're going to make the most money. Uh, but 
you have free commercials. Like if you're right, gonna exactly. keep making the toys, you want to have those free commercials. Right. So it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I, that that seems. I, again, I'm not saying like go Hasbro, but I do think mm. they they probably are if they're doing this again. Rumor. It's probably for a reason that makes uh, financial sense. Which probably means there will be con- to continue to be more Power Rangers in uh, yeah. some fashion. Listen, if they want to so, take like a five year break so we can catch up, that's fine by me. Yeah, that would also <laughs> be fine if they. That's a good point. If they like just want to like try to watch some Sunday, I'd be okay with that. They want to stop making it for a little bit yeah. so we could catch Down up. Full common writer. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so. That is it for news. Let us move on to the episode. This excuse is... you, excuse oh, you, Seth. I'm so sorry. You're right. I apologize, Fabi. Uh, go go ahead. The... Like how last week, you're like this will be the last Blazeball thing. See, now... I changed my mind. Uh, does anyone have a timer? Uh, I have one. Uh, okay, hold on one second. Yeah, let me know. Let's I see. put my phone very far away because I'm in a group text with. My family. Fabi's baseball bonanza. Okay, well, here we go. Go, you got five minutes. So, yeah, I did say that last time would probably be the last baseball corner for a bit because baseball is still on hiatus right now in what it's called the large baseball siesta. But then I decided, you know what? That's no reason to stop talking about baseball. We, I can highlight some of my favorite characters and stories. And I have a question here from a fan at Cassidy Cosplay, a totally a random fan and not my girlfriend. Uh, you, hi, babe. Love you. Um, that says, <laughs> tell us about Mike Townsend. Mike Townsend, to, the story of Mike Townsend is the story of Jalen Hotdog Fingers. Jalen Hotdog Fingers was the star pitcher for the Seattle Garages, one of the teams in baseball in their first season. Uh, the Seattle Garages are from Seattle, and they're also a band. I love what I'm going to say. You can w- listen to songs people have made about it as the characters. Uh, they're very good. Uh, so, first season, the people playing baseball uh, vote on what's gonna, how the game's going to change, and they vote to open the Forbidden Book. When they open the Forbidden Book, it causes a lot of things to happen, but for our story, it creates the weather condition eclipse. Under the eclipse, players are, uh, there's a chance for players to be incinerated by rogue umpires. The first such player to be incinerated by rogue umpires was Jalen Hotdog Fingers, who I mentioned was the star pitcher of the Seattle Garages. She gets replaced by Mike Townsend. Jalen Hotdog Fingers was like four stars, maybe five stars. Mike Townsend is one star. He's bad. He's terrible. So this team just got their best player incinerated and replaced by a a bad pitcher. And the fans make a song called uh, Mike Townsend, parenthesis, It's a Disappointment, which is a really good song and I would recommend. Um, after a couple of seasons, Mike, people start liking Mike and they're like, 
they they still make songs songs making fun of Mike and people still call him a disappointment. But after a couple seasons, people are like, you know what, Mike, you're here day in and day out. Uh, of course, this is uh, you know pieces of data in a game, but you're here day in and day out, and people start calling Mike Townsend a credit to the team, and that that's the second song of the Mike Townsend trilogy. Uh, and then something happens. There's a, a thing people can vote on to steal the 14th most idolized player in the leaderboard. That's all that this does. If your team wins this blessing, your team gets the 14th most idolized player in the leaderboard. Two-minute warning, Fabi. Thank you. But the Seattle Garages realize, hey, if someone still has the information of Jalen, we can still idolize her. And would that mean we steal her from the dead? And everyone gets together, and like it all, everyone is, I, it does this to put Jalen Hot Dog Fingers in number fourteen. The Seattle Garages win that blessing, in uh, Mike Townsend. This is done I, either at random or the least, the least good player, which I think is probably what happened. Mike Townsend gets sent into the shadows. Jalen oh. comes back to life. There's a really good song called Mike Townsend Knows What He's Gotta Do uh, where it talks about this. And everything's great and happy, except if you click on Jalen's hot dog fingers thing, it says she has a debt to pay, D-E-B-T, and she starts hitting people in the face with baseballs or baseballs. <laughs> um, Oh no! And when she does that, they become more likely to get incinerated. Uh, great, uh, uh, the the songs "Lose uh, You" and "Hurt People" are also really good. Uh, and then they finally get Mike Townsend back. They manage to do some shadow stuff. They get Mike Townsend back to the shadows, and and then they send him back by accident. So that's the story of okay. Mike Townsend. Um, a bad player who pitches the ball to the same place in the same way every time. Like an asshole. It's one of the lyrics and Mike Townsend is a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> but it's interesting. And it's one of those stories that's made of data and player choices that people put lore and meaning behind it. I think I'm done. I seize my time. Yeah. I think you you made it. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Uh, well, thank Congrats. you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And now, speaking of baseball, it's time for a baseball Power Rangers episode. Yeah. I hope you're not tired of ba- baseball yet. I'm going to drop name players, <sighs> probably. This is season one, episode 39 of Power Rangers Turbo, The Curveball. And uh, we talked about it a little bit off mic, but remember how when TJ was introduced, he basically said, I am coming to Angel Grove because I know somebody or my uncle or something uh, knows somebody on the Angel Grove baseball team and I'm going to make a new career there. And then they didn't talk about it again for, <laughs> for 15 episodes. Well, and guess wound what? And up in pickup games. <laughs> And and they're 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 technically still not talking about it now because this isn't like an episode about the Angel Grove High team. It's a pickup game with friends, yeah. which gets taken incredibly seriously. So here's <laughs> here's something that's weird about this episode. We we basically all enjoyed this episode. Yeah. It feels like mm-hmm. it should have been 
the next episode after the new rangers were introduced yeah and for yeah. some reason they waited way too long <laughs> or like at least like in that one of the ones of close episodes, to it yeah. yeah but like also remember we hadn't gotten a carlos episode since the last soccer episode with carlos so they they keep doing this yeah this that's true a carlos episode yeah so this episode oh, I see uh, what you mean duh uh starts um, oh you're fine uh this episode starts with uh tj and carlos playing some baseball mm-hmm. um with again it's not explicitly stated but it doesn't look like it's like i mean i guess do they say it's pickup games emily i don't i mean they're they not say, they're not teams yeah. They're just, they're just Listen, friends playing baseball. Like a friendly like, game of baseball. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's definitely... Yeah. There's, they're, there's not, n- they're not in uniforms. There's no audience. They're not like all right. on the same team and right. practicing. Like There's just people playing baseball together who have like baseball. set teams, I guess. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, TJ is, uh, is giving some advice to one of the other players. Um, and, you know... He he just gives some advice. There's a little bit of uh I like this guy a lot, this other player here. He's yeah. He 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 has energy about him that it's like <laughs> he's kind of like a jokey character, but he doesn't get yes. much to do. But he 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 has presence and I like him. <laughs> he he's like, What which bat should I use, TJ? And he's like, You should use the aluminum one. And then he he tells him to choke up Does on the Does he bat. get named? Uh a ball genius. I don't think he's um, named, no. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, That's too bad. But, uh, so he gives him some advice, and then the the pitcher, well, oh, that's right, we don't actually- Oh, Ricky. S- it's Ricky. It's Ricky. Ricky. There you go. <laughs> Love Ricky. We Best new character. <laughs> we don't actually get to see what happens, because Carlos and uh, um, TJ get called uh, mm-hmm. on their communicators, and they have to rush off. Teej. Teej, everyone yes. calls him Teej. Everyone does episode. call him Teej, which <laughs> is a nickname for a nickname, which bothers me. <laughs> How do you know uh, TJ is his nickname and not his actual name? You don't think, do you think on his birth certificate it says yeah. TJ and then whatever his last name is? <laughs> okay, well, No, maybe. that's it. The J is the last name. It's T, T oh, okay. first name, J last name. <laughs> TJ. His middle name is the is the period uh-huh. between the T and the J. T period <laughs> J. They call him. <laughs> um. So Alpha calls them and says, uh, and rightfully, I think the rest of the team is like, <laughs> "Where the fuck are you going?" It's literally I- the middle of the baseball game. Again, though, just friends playing baseball. True. <laughs> no, nobody really seems to care that Carlos is leaving. Yeah, no, they, that's true. They're all just like TJ, you're a star player. Carlos is like, the, yeah, he, they, they 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 say that he's half the team. I <laughs> like in terms of skill level, I guess. I mean, when Carlos is a soccer player, he's just yeah. TJ is a regular <laughs> Jessica telephone of this team. Honestly, why the fuck is it TJ playing soccer with Carlos out there? What the fuck? So, you know, you know, a few weeks ago in the accident, Carlos felt really bad about not getting enough soccer practice. Mm-hmm. And now yes, he's playing baseball. True. Was he was, was he just blowing it off the whole time to play baseball? Maybe. Yes. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I think it has to do with his power and your duties to be completely serious. Y'all blow Blitta off because of reasons, but yeah. I they have communicators. <laughs> so let me actually <laughs> ask this question because we have talked about like some of the team dynamics and I actually just realized TJ doesn't really seem to have a like a best friend the way the other characters do. It's Carson. Car- uh, yeah, it's Carlos for like um, just for necessity more than for anything else. Right, but like Justin and Carlos are friends; mm-hmm. they're always hanging out together. Uh, Cassie and uh, Ashley are friends because girls. When you, when I guess when you have five characters, you just got one's got to sit out. I don't know what to I tell mean, you. I, but also, like Carlos has had episodes with Ashley. With Justin and now with TJ, Carlos is the Adam of the team, and which by which I mean, uh, yeah. he's just friends with everyone. I, I, I guess that's like, true. Yeah, I feel like TJ has to really uh, just spend time with not tied to a specific member of the team because he is the leader, and also because he is a himbo of the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he is a himbo. Uh, um, I'll, I'll, I mean, also, like, TJ's too busy hanging out with Ayutan and Heath after this oh, episode. Oh, yeah, that was his last, like, <laughs> so, oh. like spotlight episode. <laughs> it was the Ayutan stuff. God. <laughs> what a name, Heath. Oh. So, so, uh, TJ... Cliff. So, TJ and Alpha get, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Heath, because I got things to say <laughs> he- about Heath. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so Al- Alpha calls TJ and Carlos. He says, "Hey, their their other Rangers are getting attacked," uh, and they they morph over and and teleport over. And this is kind of funny because the rest of the Rangers were, I guess, just hanging out with what with one of the cars. I can't remember the fucking sentient cars. Storm Blaster. Name. Storm Blaster. Mountain the blue one. The blue one, yes, Mountain Dew, uh, Mountain Dew Storm Not Blaster. Not Code Red. <laughs> Not Code Red, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, th- this fight is fine, but what makes me laugh is that Storm Blaster is just in the scene, like, kind of scooting forward and backward every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> like opening it's like it's it's like defending itself from from Perantrons of like closing doors on their My favorite legs part and was stuff, the Perantron like, that just tries to pound his fist on his hood like what are you doing, bud? Yeah, yes, right, exactly. <laughs> like they're trying to attack it and they just like one of the Perantrons literally just punches the door and it's like cool dude, great work. You've really <laughs> done a good job. <laughs> you have them to um, yeah, they, uh, they just don't know how dwarves work. I think, right? So they're hanging out with this car. And the other rangers are, and and uh, they're like, "Hey, thanks for for coming to save us." They were after Storm Blaster, and and then Carlos and TJ are like, "Okay, bye." And the rest of the rangers are like, are just like, "It's fine. We don't need to be in this episode. Don't worry about it. We're just over here." Yeah, like they were they. They were doing their own thing, and then they met up for, like, some Pioneer's business, and now they're splitting up. It's yeah, fine. It, it's sense. just funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. TJ and Carlos come back, and everyone's like, oh, thank God TJ is here. It's mm-hmm. all all we needed was TJ to be here. Carlos- Ricky's so excited. He's got a big smile on his face. His hat's Goku's not on back right. Just I love this time. guy. <laughs> okay, no, this is for sure the Pies- Circa season two or three, when they're like, "No, we have a purely mediocre team, but we have Jessica Telephone. She's the best player in the league. It's okay." 
All right. Sort of so I'm very team. happy for the Blaze Ball. So fans Jessica, in the Jessica Telephone, <laughs> which is TJ backwards, mm-hmm. if you yes. notice. Oh uh, no! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> this is some uh-huh. theory crafting. Is this an Aerotan situation? Uh, TJ gets his uh, special bat, the dial tone, and gets ready. Uh huh. Yeah, and he just fucking nails the uh, the pitch. He's he's so good at yeah. baseball. Fucking it, it Mike Townsend the... ass pitcher he's facing here. <laughs> one of the things that they keep they keep making very clear is like TJ is is the team. Like mm-hmm. like you said, they literally say he's half the team. He's clearly the best player. It's not close. Um, so he hits a home run, uh, and then you see this uh, this dude. With uh, with curly hair, mm-hmm. uh, pick the ball up and come over. And one of the players on the other team is like, "Oh my god, it's Heath! It's the new guy! I told you about him. He's so great." Heath jumps the fence, comes he's over. From Stone Canyon. He's he's so menacing. <laughs> uh, he comes over, and the the other uh, other team all like says hello to him. Uh, Heath introduces himself to TJ. And TJ shakes his hand and said, and he says, they say you're pretty good. Uh, and, oh, actually, I'm sorry. He doesn't shake his hand. No, he, he tries doesn't. to. And Heath just hands him the ball back, but does mm-hmm. not shake his hand. Um, I just, I just love that this dude who fucking hates TJ so fucking much. He just, just met him. I don't know what he did. He just like met this random pitcher guy who like, um, he, he forces to join his baseball team, and for some reason, he's also really into just taking down TJ. I, will, I don't. This I don't know what this guy's it, it deal is. Okay. Haley has a theory. So well, he, yeah, he's he he's a wild, disrespectful man from Stone Canyon. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, like, yeah. You can you can tell he does not have reverence for the sport because he does not wear his hat. No, he doesn't wear the <laughs> okay. hat. That's true. I mean, and no one on the other honestly, team wears hats. TJ seen. TJ, well, most of them wear hats, for what I can tell. I, I, I thought like TJ's team wore hats, and like because the other pitcher guy doesn't wear hats either. The guy who's there before. Oh, oh no, he does actually. Never mind, you're right. And but this guy's not even. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I've also noticed that um, <laughs> TJ is immediately kind of a nerd by this guy. His presence because the guy's time, being weird. Is this like, the first TJ... time he's met someone from Stone Canyon? I mean, TJ, when he first sees him, is smiling and holds out his hand, and then the guy's, like, weird to him, so then he's unnerved. He can feel oh, the sure. battle like, pressure coming out of this guy. I want to say TJ is from Power Rangers. Or, from Power Rangers. He I want to say he's from Stone Canyon, actually. Hold on one second. See, uh, I have a feeling Stone Canyon gets mentioned in his first episode, but I think that's where Cassie was going. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. My bad. Okay. Uh, Now, what I wanted to say, Mm -hmm. I I think that's a great theory, Haley. I I do have my own theory, and this is me. I am am usually not the person to suggest this. Oh, boy. But TJ, or, but sorry, Heath want to fuck TJ so bad. That's what's happening here. (laughs) I I mean, like, I, I think that, like, Eventually, that's what it is, but it doesn't yeah. start that There's way. There's a look in the second half of this episode that's like so full of love and lust that he so gives TJ that's like, oof. Heath. Like, but, but when this guy first showed up, I'm like, is this guy the monster? Right, yes. Like, is totally. that what it is? Like, 
the monster is, is one of the other members of the team who has very powerful eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, you're right. But yeah, so here's the thing. That's a good point because we have actually had a couple of human monsters mm-hmm. in the past couple episodes. Yeah. Um, but I thought that too because he's such an asshole. We we kind of broke to talk about how bad. Well, and like he came wants- out of nowhere too, right? Like it makes sense if like if like Diva talks and set a monster down to get in touch with this. I think his name is Brian, the other pitcher guy who like yes, has it, it up Brian, for TJ. Yeah. Yeah, so like she 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 like sets him up to meet Brian and then join Brian's team and to like lower TJ's comments or something like that. But it's not that he's just an asshole, right? So, so that, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say is I kind of broke narrative to talk about how bad Heath wants to fuck TJ, but Heath says. Oh, I heard you're great. And, and TJ says, like, well, I try. And he's like, that's more than I can say for the rest of your sorry team. And I understand, listener, if you think that that's a corny line, but you got to understand that in the context of Power Rangers, that's like, <laughs> that's like making fun of someone's dead dad. Like, it's so much harsher. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you can say. It's so harsh compared to anything else that ever happens. <laughs> and I mean, it has it has hit particularly hard when TJ and Carlos have just run off. Right, that's true. And come back. So M- maybe maybe Heath wants to like ruin TJ. He does have a crush on TJ. He wants to ruin his spirit, so he joins their team instead. Or it's like <laughs> or it's like a like a sports version of negging, where it's like you- or okay. What 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 about what about this? What if Brian and Heath were a thing? And then Heath's like, "Oh, I'm going to take out this guy who's bothering my boyfriend." Oh, but then he gets and, turned on by. But him then he, but he, then he gets, yeah. he starts liking TJ instead. And then Brian's really like fucking mad because <laughs> his boyfriend's left him for TJ. So, <laughs> so Heath's like, "Well, I'm going to fucking beat your ass." Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. and here's here's mm-hmm. what happens. Uh, TJ cannot hit the ball. Yeah. He throws a curveball over and over again. Heath is a regular polka dot Patterson over here. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we we actually get an implication later on that TJ has just never encountered a curveball yeah, before. No one has, <laughs> yeah, which is so weird. No one has ever <laughs> encountered a curveball. I honestly, the description of this episode says TJ encounters a pitcher who has like a, a unique and special pitch, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a knuckleball. Is this guy gonna be throwing some wild as knuckleballs and? TJ's just gonna be unable to deal with that because knuckleballs are so unpredictable. No, it's just a curveball. It's just a curveball. Yeah. No one has seen I mean, a curveball. That is the name of the episode. <laughs> and TJ had like had like a, a baseball career before he yeah. moved to Grove, and he moved here to get better, and he never saw a fucking curveball before. Maybe he's self taught. <laughs> So I, I know that most of our, our audience is, is not uh, big sports people. Uh, uh, I mean, sports. I know we do have some. but I mean, I'm not, but I know what a curveball right, is. Right, that's what I was going to say. But if you, don't, <laughs> if you don't know, like a curveball is not just a straight throw, but it's also not like crazy. Like a lot of people throw curveballs. So the mm-hmm. idea that not just TJ, but seemingly no one, no one. knows how to deal with this. <laughs> It's very funny. If this is a post-apocalyptic world, maybe maybe that's part of the lost knowledge. Yeah, that's true, Haley. Good point. No one's ever done it before. Yeah. They've only ever thrown straight yeah, balls. Yeah, because <laughs> because like no one has re- 
no one in TJ's team has ever faced this, and then it's obvious that no one in the other team has ever done this, because if not, they TJ's team would know. So, like, the only person in this whole field who has who can do a curveball is he. Yeah. The only other person who can do a curveball is a fucking Mighty Beans from space. Right, that's true, it's, it's a like, monster. It's like, this ties into, like, a post-apocalyptic setting idea, and that he just found an ancient text which, like, described what a curveball yes. was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he found, like, a... He found, like, a... Like, how now they're uncovering, like, sword treatises about how to use different swords, and it's like, oh, they did this weird shit, and... Uh, but it's about a baseball. Everyone else just had straight balls. So, one of the other things I wanted to point out about this scene, because I just said to you, and then he strikes TJ out. You got to understand, because I think it's important, that it takes like two minutes to show the strikeout. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, isn't, it's a long scene. which is not crazy if it was like a sports movie, mm-hmm. but it's an 18 no. minute episode <laughs> of Power Rangers. So it's like, what oh, the fuck? Why is this taking so long? They need so to fill the scene with <laughs> we, we, we get a lot tension. of. We get a lot of shots of Ricky looking really devastated, and I'm like, poor Ricky. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Ricky, when when TJ strikes out, Ricky says, oh my god, they sure, well, he doesn't say, oh my god, it's Power Rangers, but he says, they struck out TJ, and he looks like someone just t- told him Santa wasn't mm-hmm. real. Like, the, it delivery, is. <laughs> the delivery on that is great, and could we get that in the podcast? Yes, please, Eric, uh, stick that in if you can. <gasps> His hero has been defeated. They just showed him that Superman could bleed. He's like beside himself. Like he starts to cry. (laughs) Also something I didn't notice the first time I was watching this episode that is pretty obvious now. Um, The other team celebrates now as, as though they have now won the game. I don't know if they actually have. Or if they're just like, fuck yes, we struck out TJ, everybody high five. Okay, I, I mentioned earlier that like Ricky has like a comedic feel to him. That's it's, it's only because he's like giving it so hard for this like really simple, stupid thing that it yeah. feels comedic. Like it's like it feels like it's trying to be a parody of itself. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Um we cut to the gym and juice bar. Uh TJ walks up to the other Rangers, minus Cassie. Uh, who's not Whoa. in the scene. He, he walks through a crowd looking at a book about batting yes. and he's bumping yes. into everyone. <laughs> I'm surprised that nowhere in that book it said, this is what you do with a curveball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right? That's a good that point. was lost. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. Uh, yes, he he has a book called, is it just called like pitching? Batting ne- techniques. Batting, just batting techniques. Batting Hundreds techniques. of pages. Yeah. It's a it's a thick book. It apparently doesn't have anything in there about about curveballs. Or TJ can't read, and it's just like trying his best. Well, he he well, is a himbo, so TJ did say <laughs> I'm not going to be able to be able to make it to the movies tonight. And I thought he was going to say I have to read through this whole book. Yeah, no, he's just like I'm going to be at the batting cages. Right, he doesn't, that's a good point. Maybe he doesn't read the book. He has it, but he doesn't read it at all. Uh, I am, so yeah, he he was going to go to the movies with uh, the Rangers, but he can't make it. 
Uh, I want to tell you that I am an idiot and have too much time on my hands. And I looked up the box office mm-hmm. for the week that this episode Good. debuted. And, oh my god! And basically, thank you, and, thank you. And basically, Eve, either the Power Rangers were going to see the Little Mermaid or Starship Troopers. One or see, the it's other. so hard because Justin's there. What year was the Little Mermaid? Uh, little, it was a re-release, but it made oh, okay. it still gotcha. made a ton of money because uh, that used to happen. I could they would see Little re-release. Mermaid because I could see like Ashley being like, "Hey, I love this movie." They're re-releasing it. It's Justin being like, "Oh, they're taking Justin yeah, to it." Yeah, so, yeah. Or Carlos is like, "No, fuck it, Justin." Put on, do your morph, and then put on this coat and this hat to cover your suit, yes. and, and we're and sneaking mask. you into Starship Troopers. Actually, real quick, I I, I want to say not only real uh, hay situation, yeah. So you've got Little Mermaid as the re-release. The other movies that it could possibly be are all R-rated. Ah. It's the Jackal. Which is a, a movie about a, like an IRA, uh, 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 Irish, uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but the Irish, um, resistance, uh, group, which is, you know, violent. Uh, you've got the, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Starship hmm. Troopers, The Devil's Advocate, yeah. uh, Boogie Nights. So, like, what fucking movie were they going to see? <laughs> Please, like- <laughs> Carlos, do not sneak in Justin to see Boogie Nights. Uh, more of a devil's advocate yeah. fuck that movie <laughs> uh, like i think they were they were taking uh this kid to see something he shouldn't be seeing is all i'm saying it, um, it was, i mean the little honestly, mermaid it's the only thing Star that could be. <laughs> makes sense because carlos is like okay you know justin if you want to do this shit let me tell you about war on the other hand, Justin is probably young enough that he had not seen the original run of the Little yeah, Mermaid. Yeah, that makes sense. That's true. He he, it, 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 that's the one that makes sense. But the funniest one is to me is uh, Starship Troopers, especially yeah, since, yeah. especially since in Lightspeed Rescue they actually use some Starship Troopers mm-hmm. props uh, in one of the episodes. So that's very funny to me. Gosh, Carlos, could you be? Could you? Could you imagine if like Diva talks hit the world with like a giant meteorite? Like. So fucked up. I, I think. <laughs> I think in Lost Galaxy they also used the Starship Troopers uniforms. I oh think yeah. I, sa- I mean, did I? Is that not what I said? I thought I said Lost Galaxy. No, you said uh, Lightspeed Rescue. Oh, I said the wrong one. Lost Lost Galaxy is what I meant. Yes, correct. Lost Speed Rescue. Lost Speed Rescue. Um, I can't wait for Lost Galaxy just for that fucking episode that's just alien. It's just <laughs> straight up alien in Power Rangers. It's wild. <laughs> Uh, my wife and I watched Alien last night for, she had never seen it before. Nice. Good movie. Good for you. Did she like it? Nice. Yeah, she liked it a lot. She was especially happy they saved the cat. Uh, that's yeah. really the thing that she was most, most, uh, that's invested fair. in. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Brian and, uh, Heath, well, actually he's not even there. Brian and some other cronies from the other team come over to make fun of, uh, TJ for being upset. For reading a book? <laughs> yes. Uh, Brian's so fucking weird. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Brian has that haircut that was okay in the 90s that isn't now, which is a bowl cut that's parted directly in the middle. And yeah, I, yeah. For a while, I wasn't sure if he was one of those guys who was in the auditions and saw on Confusion. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. The, yeah, the he does. Symbol, asshole. He does look like one of those guys. Uh, and he is just making fun of uh, of TJ for being upset. Um, TJ is like, yeah, I've got to go figure out that pitch. Carlos does this little fist pump and is like, yeah, which I know maybe I'm reading into it too much. But to me, it looks like Carlos is is like, yeah, buddy, you go do that. I don't, I really don't give a shit, but I know I'm supposed to be like supportive of you in I, this I feel, moment. I feel genuine to me. So I think we went past it, but there's a moment where Carlos um, peeks to the underside of TJ's book to see what it is. Yes, and for, yes, yes. And for, and for a moment, um, I noticed that TJ's shorts were ridiculous. And I thought Carlos was just looking at those shorts. Just checking him out. What is? Oh, what's he wearing? How's all? Oh, I missed it. Uh, they are very short. Oh, he's just got super, super short shorts. Yep, he sure does. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, maybe that's what Carlos was looking Supposed at. Post a picture of that outfit and say, "Yeah, why aren't you dressing like this? What's stopping you?" Exactly. <laughs> um, you may not like it, but this is what peak masculinity looks like. Exactly. This is the ideal male body. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. So we kind of. I mean, mean, honestly, when I I like, I I remember like catching Rocky three on like uh, TV and like Apollo Creed. There's three Rockies. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and in one scene, he's like wearing like a like a like a a a top that exposes his belly and really short shorts, and I'm like, he looks good. Men should still dress like that. Okay, yeah, this screenshot you posted, Haley, it, I know it's supposed to be Carlos is looking at the book, yeah. but it just looks like it's looking straight at TJ's crotch, and yeah. like with his mouth half open. I'm going to have to send like, this over like, to Eric. It's, it's, yeah. It's, just, it's, it's, it's very much like, so those are the shorts you picked, huh? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's true. It's not even like uh, he's like checking him out. It's more like. This wasn't a great oh. call, bud. You you didn't. <laughs> um. So we cut over to uh, the the contractually mandated Bulk and Skull. Yeah, this one is the most like this did not need to be here. It adds nothing to the story. It doesn't. It doesn't even get followed up on in the full episode. It gets followed up in the bloopers. Yeah. Do they touch? I think they touch on it like once near the very end. Yeah, they might have. They've definitely. I'm pretty sure it's only. I I remember when we got to. I got to the bloopers, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, there was a Balkan skull scene." This section of Turbo has been uh, especially rough for Balkan skull. Not necessarily in terms. It's not like. I mean, they're fine. They're about as Balkan skully, but as they've ever been. It's it's just because I. I feel like this is what season three Balkan skull should have always been, but they do it so poorly. Yes. I, I started watching the next episode and it starts with a Vulcan Skull bit. I think like there's no Power Rangers until after the credits, uh, the, the title. The cold open. So, yeah, after the cold oh, open. Oh, interesting. So, like, yeah, they, spoilers, uh, they started a new business where they show old movies in the Jim and Juice War. Okay. Oh, well. God. Yeah, I'm starting to remember. <laughs> So, um, they are, uh, uh, fertilizing the baseball field, No, I no, guess? they are. They're, they're, nope. they're making lines with chalk. Oh, sorry. Like, you I, you're right. M- my bad. Uh, they have, uh, their, their chalk line machine is broken, uh, and... It's, it's out of chalk. 
Yes, they accidentally run into one of the, uh, I guess their boss. With the chalk the, overseer. The chalk overseer, he a, yes. He, he's got like a drill sergeant energy about him, which is weird, but yeah. He's like, this uh, This is a very important job. The lines on the field have to be perfect. Uh, and he hands them the, the chalk, uh, which they load into the machine, which if you've never seen one of these, it's literally like. A wheelbarrow like with a lid. Yeah. It's a little wheelbarrow what got a hole in the bottom so that you can mm. uh you can make a chalk line. They can't figure that out. They pour the chalk all over themselves. It's one of those things where it again, I feel like Bulk and Skull are slapstick comedy. That's what they're supposed to be. But the bad Bulk and Skull stuff is when it's like one of those infomercials for a product you don't need, where it's like Yeah. Where it's like you can't, how can you even pour this thing into the other thing? You're going to get it all over yourself. Yeah. Turbo Bulk and Skull feels like weird nostalgia for season one Bulk and Skull. Yeah, kind of. It's because it just does. It's like, I know Bulk and Skull are stupid and, and sometimes they're over the top stupid, but yeah, like this. They're also bombastic, which I yes. don't think this season gets enough of. But this and um, the the last episode I was on, The Accident, they're spilling it in a way where it's like, so you have to do this on purpose. Like, there's no way to accidentally do this shit. <laughs> um, and it's just a little frustrating. Uh, but yeah, so they... It's, they, it's fan service, kind of. It, it's to the point where, like, the literally the only competent thing Balt can do is deliver papers, and the only competent thing Skull can do is play piano. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, so with that, let's take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey everyone, it's Eric again. Uh, just giving you a little reminder that tonight, uh, Friday, November 6th at 7 p.m. Eastern, We'll be starting our yearly Extra Life streaming marathon over on twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Now, I'm going to be opening the stream with a couple hours of Star Citizen, uh, assuming that the game cooperates, and that will be followed by a trivia panel hosted by Cassidy of Stranger's Fiction. The stream will be ongoing until Sunday morning, and we'll be doing Steam Key giveaways at certain points throughout. What are those points? Well, I just floated the idea two days ago, so I'm sure we know by now when you're hearing this, but I don't have that answer uh, right now on Wednesday when I'm recording this. So, you know, just tune in and find out. That's part of the fun, right? The money we're raising this year is for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals, uh, and this year has been this year, so... Even if you want to just hang out with us and have a fun time, you know, we'll still be doing the giveaways whether you give or not. We understand that not everyone can give even if they want to. And do not feel pressured to give if you can't just because you want to make us happy. So anyways, I'll let you get back to the episode and hopefully I'll see you later tonight. One, 
Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So, uh, we have uh, another game, and we basically get an exact repeat of the previous mm-hmm. scene where mm-hmm. uh, TJ gets struck out by... Yeah, uh, it's uh, a regular uh, Alex Trollolo game. I can't remember, took- is it Alex or Stu who's the pitcher? <laughs> they, they really needed to fill time. And, like, at this point in the episode, I'm like, this is kind of a weak episode. It, but it got what? it got better. But, like... like yes. <laughs> th- this point in the episode is where my sticky notes uh, for the episode say, no monster yet, huh? <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is definitely where I was like, wow, this is, uh... They just <laughs> didn't have stuff, huh? Um... <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot of subgroups. They need. They needed to build up that sexual tension between Heat and PJ. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, there's, it's a real stare down. He gets struck out again. Uh, we do see. There's just this um, great shot of like looking down at TJ as it like goes up, like and he looks up at the sky, like oh man, like it's really God, dramatic. Why? Yeah, it's yeah, really it's, funny. it's like that kind of shot, but it's just him, like uh, just hold on. Yeah, yes, exactly. It is very, it's very, very funny. And then, um, the, uh, Gatorade, uh, buck or, or cooler, the top pops off it and there comes, uh, Diva Tox's periscope. It's very funny. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) if, just for the listener's reference, we're at nine minutes of a twenty-minute episode, and here is the the Power Rangers part. I mean, I guess they had that, that fight earlier, but like it didn't. That did not matter really. That had it was no just con- like that, that had no consequences. It's not even like they got back to the game and they had lost because TJ wasn't able to get there. It just yeah. it was just filler. Like right. Uh, Divatox is like, oh, the Red Ranger struck out. That gives me an idea. And I'm like, he already did. What were you doing? <laughs> she what didn't were see you that time. Earlier? She was busy getting a petty. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. She probably she probably wasn't paying attention to the baseball because she doesn't like baseball very much. I yeah, she thinks it's boring. Uh, so Porto comes in with the, with the uh, bad guy for the episode. He just I has a Mozak written on his tummy. He does it. Just he's just straight up has the name of the bad guys from Car Ranger on it on him. Because actually, this is funny. Uh, I make fun of Ranger Wiki a lot. I think largely it is a pretty good resource, but sometimes it's just funny. In this specific case, uh, the episode or, or the notes say that uh, uh, the. Bozak uh, logo is a quote direct reference to Car Ranger. It's not oh, a reference. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, fucking hell! <laughs> well, that's just what was on the mo- the monster suit, guys. Like, relax. It's God. fine. Um, See, d- uh, if you did, you know that the Power Ranger suits are a reference to uh, Super Sentai. Yeah, oh, exactly. I know that. Yeah. Uh, now, strike out. Uh, oh my god! I, I was thinking it might be a good time to just do a quick Car Ranger Garage. I have a lot to say about this. Oh, yes. uh, okay, I just real quick want to describe him. He is a baseball man. He looks like a yeah, baseball. Yeah, he's literally a baseball man with giant mm-hmm. eyebrows. He's like a, a sort of ultra-realistic Mighty Means baseball with arms and legs. He yeah. is... Uh, he's grotesque. Excuse me, this tiny, tiny uh, baseball reference. He is like a Baseball was a peanut. 
He's yeah. like a baseball, but in the shape of a peanut, and then yes. arms and legs. He's more yeah, like a baseball pill. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, let us take a trip to the Car Ranger Garage. Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. <laughs> so, um... The, the the episode uh, that this character is from, uh, I believe it's called the Hit and Run Girl of Love, is is about like either the episode that had just occurred or very recently, Zonette had like tried to like she confessed to the Red Racer, and um, the you know her being a bad guy and him not knowing her very well, he was kind of like, well, um, I don't think I could do that, and then she was like really sad about it and then he's like well maybe we could be like friends first and he like tries to tell her that but it doesn't really work out and in this episode she's really mad about the red racer rejecting her so she this bozak had already been sent to earth but she goes down there and takes it over and makes it like a competition between this bozak and the red racer and um they get in kind of like a little fight where like she she's really mad at him. He's like, hey, I, I, I we could be friends, and she doesn't want any of it. And she's like, okay, well, maybe I'll try being friends if you if you can beat him in like you know a pitching batting duel. And then you know he trains to to learn the invisible swing and uh, defeats the Bozak as we see in this. And not really a lot happens after that. She kind of just like it's kind of the same thing where she's kind of still mad at him, but she she has a moment in the episode where she's like kind of hoping he wins but yeah like she she doesn't get over her her anger at red racer quite yet cool all right fair enough so uh yeah in this episode uh he basically diva is just like oh he's striking out how about baseball monster i didn't want to mention is that in the sentai he this this character who's like as we've mentioned is very like you know like detailed and grotesque a little bit. He sweats and cries during it, so that's a little weird. Oh, <laughs> I think we see him cry. I think we see him cry in this uh, in the Power Rangers episode as well. Yeah, like he, at first he's like, "Oh, why is the Red Racer so confident?" He's like whip- wiping sweat off his brow, and it's just water running down the suit. I did take a Gross. little peek at the episode, and I th- he he has this thing where he cannot turn down a baseball challenge. Yeah, that happened in the uh, the Car Ranger. Yeah. Um, so in any case, uh, someone, who is it? Is it Elgar? Uh, Oh yeah. Elgar is like, why do you, I didn't know that you like baseball. And then she's like, I don't, but I heard you have an explosive pitch. Uh, so they're going to use him to, uh, blow up, uh, the Rangers. Um, he blows up a mountain in the Sentai with his pitch. So yeah. Nice. Dang. (laughs) so we cut back to uh, the baseball field, and this is very funny to me. TJ, Carlos, and Ricky are just like, hey, you got such a great pitch, Heath. Now, could you just tell us exactly what it is and how to hit it, please? Uh, and <laughs> I, I do like Heath's response. This is very much like, I'm not going to, like, I, this is my good pitch. I'm not going to, like, tell you guys that. He's just well, very casual funny. about In fairness, it. Come on, guys. <laughs> Here's what's funny is Heath is an asshole. Like, he is a jerk. He has, says some really mean things in this episode. But this is very reasonable. He's like, it took me years to learn that. I'm not going to just tell you how to hit it. Like, that's, no, I will not do that. <laughs> um, They're all like, dang. And then Heath rides off on his bicycle. Uh, 
TJ and Carlos get called again by Alpha. Um, head over to the park and fight the monster with the rest of the rangers. Uh, in the Sentai footage, the monster's big expressive eyebrows move around a lot, and I don't like it. That's I love a thing it. that it's I really should say. Funny and cute. He, he has like <laughs> two frames worth of eyebrow, it seems like. Yeah, it's it's very funny. Um he also his baseballs have little sunglasses on them, which is yeah, great. I he's like a, that. He's a big fan of Airzonk. Yeah, uh and um he so basically for some reason other I guess this probably made more sense in the Car Ranger episode. Different rangers like Justin is like, I'll hit the baseball and uh the yeah. monster pitches pitches a curveball at him and and blows up uh basically blows him up. It he can't hit it with his sword, uh and it hits um Justin he blows up. Uh and then Carlos wants a chance and TJ's like, no, me, I need to hit the curveball. Uh, and he completely misses. The ball, in fact, splits into four and hits all of them and blows them up. <laughs> um, this is another point at which I'm going to uh, describe to you that Ranger Wiki, for some reason, uh, took this moment to note about Strikeout, uh, the monster, Strikeout is one of the strongest monsters in Turbo and possibly the entire Zordon era. He remained undefeated until TJ stepped up to the plate and was skilled enough to make his curveball, blah, 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 blah. Basically, he's saying his curveball is so powerful that a single strike was able to down all four Rangers. Yeah, that's a thing that almost every monster is. It's just yeah. very funny that someone took the time to write, like, this monster is so powerful. And it's like, this this thing that they, they all do that. They all but, do like, that. One thing I do like is that the next thing that happens is, like, eventually Carlos goes to swing and it's like, oh, no, no, no I'm sorry, TJ. And it, it's like a really weird curveball, but he's able to hit that. <laughs> yeah, but he can't it, hit the normal funny. one because in a sense it's more like that his p- pitch is so fast and powerful they can't hit it rather than right. being like a, a curveball curve situation. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he said he says like, let me give you an easier one, but the visual is not easier. It's just as crazy. And TJ hits that one. One thing I do love is that whenever his whenever his ball hits someone, you just yes. see that super air zonk ass baseball flash on the screen. With yeah. with the with the glasses, yeah, it's great. Yes. Um, and then uh, so then he's like, "All right, I'm gonna finish you off." And he he lights one of his baseballs on fire, throws it at TJ, and TJ cannot get it. He they just all get blasted down. Uh, and then he just throw keeps throwing more and more balls at everybody, and basically he he I mean, again, listen to me. A ranger wiki i understand he wins at that at the midpoint of the episode that's what happens to every power <laughs> rangers yes. monster episodes. I, I do love that he's like clearly winning i mean his leaves like he just I will leaves. Say, um, <laughs> there are there is the soundtrack for parts of the fight are pretty wild <laughs> just amazing yes, versions the ch- of of the yeah. da 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 and what have you yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, and uh, I guess, actually, that's a good point, Haley, and his voice is very baseball announcer, 
Like they they sort of run it through a filter to make him sound like he's coming over a loudspeaker. Um, the the audio is pretty good on him. I like it. Um, we th- they, yeah, the monster just leaves, mm-hmm. and then we cut to Heath. I will say, um, on- I don't like his teleport effects because he separates from his arms and pants, and he's he just a peanut. He's yeah. just a peanut. Yeah, I, I just kind of wonder what other outfits he has. He's like a Mr. Potato Head in that regard. You, I guess. you think he has like different mm-hmm. kinds of pants? Why would I think he has different kinds so? of? I think he has different kinds of legs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, a baseball player doesn't constantly play baseball. That's true. He has probably like pajama pants, maybe. Casual outfit. Yeah, chilling a bad at home. Robe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we cut then back to the Bunny baseball sleepers. mound. Heath is there. Uh, TJ and Carlos pull up, and mm-hmm. Heath is practicing uh, by throwing it against a uh, 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 just like a, a, a tire. Yeah. yeah. And TJ is like, man, up on the fence. First, first this, first Heath, then this monster. Why can't I figure out how to hit a curveball? Um, this is where I will point out, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Why can't I hear, figure out how to hit a curveball? Literally the second that sentence is out of TJ's mouth, Carlos was like, I have to go. Goodbye. And <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He just leaves. He, he takes off. The script says I have to leave now. This is your character moment. Goodbye. It's very, very funny. Um, again... The thing I was going to mention, Power Rangers often tries to thematically tie uh, what is happening in the characters' lives to the monster. (laughs) It is usually not done very well. This is the only time that I can remember where it's literally he has to figure out how to hit a curveball or everyone will die. Because the mm-hmm. monster is also throwing a curveball. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's very <laughs> funny. Um, so TJ uh, is just looking at the I guess it was Rocky grumpy. with chemistry. Oh, that's true. Yes, I forgot about that. Uh, TJ uh, rides off on his bike. He takes off they, on his... I think they stare at each other for a little bit. You know? yeah. That is true. Yeah. There, there's some... The- this episode has a very big, like, rivals to lovers energy. Uh, yes. And, and and immediately, he takes off on his bike to, like, track down mm-hmm. uh, TJ to challenge him to a bike race. Heath yeah. smells blood. He's obsessed with competing with TJ for some reason. He's a wild man from Stone Canyon. <laughs> also, this is one of the best fucking... Like swipes I've seen in a while. He gets oh, on the yeah. bike and then oh, he just goes a yes. circle and rolls off the screen. <laughs> the baseball wipe. <laughs> it's so good. It's very funny. Uh, TJ or Heath catches up to TJ on the uh, on his bike, and he's like, "You want to race?" And, and TJ's, TJ's like, like "Nah, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do that." <laughs> uh, and he's like, are you just scared I'll beat you? And and he's like, no. Are, are you okay, bud? Well, you know, all I ever think about is winning and losing. He's like, not winning and losing, and, just winning. <laughs> it has it has the same energy as Rocky going, yeah, I'm having fun. He's got this, like, big smile. It's, like, kind of manic. And then <laughs> he runs off. <laughs> 
Heath's a little evil. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's so funny about this is like, there's lots of instances of this in pop culture. There's like the, uh, um, uh, Michael J. Fox getting challenged to the car race in Back to the Future. There's like all this kinds of stuff where it's like the bully comes up and mm-hmm. challenges you to race. And it tricks you into doing it, and then someone gets hurt or whatever. TJ does not at any point engage with yeah, he's like, he's just no, like, no, I care about baseball, not beating and, you. And he's like, well, I'm going to beat you. And he takes off, and TJ like doesn't even follow him, really. He's just like, okay, whatever. Uh, kind of just stops and looks at him. Right. And Heath, in his... Uh, <laughs> you Infinite know, wisdom. This is right, why the episode gets really good. <laughs> yeah, th- this is, I just he, laughed. He says he's going over that cliff. They're, so yeah, they're in like, they're on, I don't know, they're like in a canyon, they're wherever the fuck it is, Power Rangers mm-hmm. uh, park shit takes place. And uh, he's like, I'm going to beat you. Ha 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 And he takes off and he, <laughs> he goes off a giant cliff that he didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, and I mean, like, they show his bike tumble down, like, yeah. 50 feet. Yeah. Uh, it, he would be very hurt, if not I, dead, if he fell from here. For a second, I was like, oh, is he just dead? And now the rest of the episode's gonna be, like, TJ, like, <laughs> freaking, like, figuring that shit out, like, trying to make sense of what right. happened. This is actually the point where uh, I ended my, my version of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding on yeah, to his shocked expression. That's really good. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> with, with a little, with a little cheery that. piano thing that often ends a Power Rangers episode. I need yeah, to see perfect. that. Perfect. Perfect. Hilarious. Uh, so, but yeah, Heath was able to grab onto the ledge, and TJ helps him back up, uh, and is like, "Are you okay?" And and he's like, "Yeah." And then Heath immediately. Uh, this is where Heath gets super horny and is like, oh my god, I owe you my whole life, and and how can I repay you? And Heath has experienced put- kindness for the first time in his life. Right, and <laughs> now I will say... His heart grew three sizes that day. I was gonna say that. <laughs> I, I often don't do super uh, timely references because we are very late on our episodes, but... TJ pulls a Donald Trump at a rally and just leaves Heath there with no bike in the middle of the wilderness. To be because, fair, he's oh. a dick. <laughs> True, I but mean, he's just like... What's he gonna do? Put him on his bicycle? He saved his life. Funny. Does he have to do anything else? Like, he doesn't have to. He saved his life. It's enough. <laughs> it's just funny, because uh, he's like, how can I repay you? And uh, TJ's like, you don't owe me anything goodbye and just takes <laughs> off and to leaves fair, him there and- they are they are like within immediate biking distance of the baseball field i think heath can walk true fair point but i mean i mean that total chad move just makes heath fall from even more so yeah, yeah no, exactly. this is the thing he saved his life and then afterwards he like treats him like nothing like oh no i just did what i did it's not for you Heat's in love with this man now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut back to the baseball field again. Uh, TJ or, or Heath is practicing. TJ and Carlos show up. Um, Heath calls TJ over specifically and he's like, hey, come here. 
and he I gives him. I want to show a, you something special. Yeah, he, her take hold, grip grip the shaft, and he hands him a bat. Oh, okay. Uh, and then <laughs> he's, and then he immediately just starts explaining to him how to hit a curveball. So I, he's I, like, I like how it, I like how the first time um, he says, "Okay, my girl is this. My wrist goes like this. The wrist. That's where it's gonna go." And then we do it a second time where he says the same thing, and I just love that TJ has not quite gotten it yet. <laughs> it. It's so simple. TJ's a big ol' himbo from way back. TJ was doing good in baseball for pure raw strength. But yeah, I like, he's like, wait a sec, you're going to teach me how to hit your curveball? And he's like, yeah, but only you. The look he gets about that (laughs) is so fucking gay. I love it. It's very funny. He wants to fuck that boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and at, at this point, Carlos's watch goes off, but not TJ's. So even Alpha is watching this situation like, going no, like, I'm, well. I'm, you know what? TJ needs to learn this for for the safety of humanity. Yes, that's yeah. why. Also, he going to get some, so I'm going to yeah. leave him alone. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Alpha's like, I will not cock block you, TJ. <laughs> exactly. So... Uh, Heath essentially finishes explaining. Uh, we cut over to Carlos. Uh, Alpha is like, oh yeah, it's the strikeout monster. He's back again. Uh, this is another thing I wanted to mention. They all, they, his name is Strikeout, but they call him Strikeout Monster a lot. Sort of like, all the time. It's just funny. Uh, it's, it's like when they they name like one of the like cookie monster or something I guess it's just funny <laughs> um strikeout so monster yes I uh, love that we cut over to <laughs> the Never rest of the ex- another one of him is born exactly uh oh bummer he's like a heartless for strikeouts Jesus uh what's the nobodies for strikeouts then <laughs> Balls. Uh, Just balls? Put an X somewhere <laughs> in there. The bean ball monster is the nobody. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Uh, well, so I guess I'm opening a Google. Yeah, you keep going. I'm looking for anagrams. Oh, fuck. Okay, great. Uh, thank you. So we cut over to the rest of the Rangers, except for TJ fighting uh, the monster. Um and he's just like, well, I'm really looking for the Red Ranger. Well, whatever. I guess I'll just kill all of you. That's also fine. Um... And uh, he, you know, hooks a big exploding pitch at these guys. They all blow up. We cut over to TJ and uh, and Heath. And, uh, you know, he's training him. And he's finally able to hit the curveball. Uh, so TJ is very excited. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. TJ is positively beaming, by the way. Yeah, oh, he's not the only one. <laughs> like... <laughs> he he gets this uh so he, f- he finally his watch goes off and he's like okay I got to go but he does run up to Heath and they shake hands he and does he's say, like see you Sari you can shake that multiple ways <laughs> Well yeah, yeah and like and like as he as he's leaving Heath is just like smiling at him like <sighs> Of that guy, <laughs> and he is also like, promise you won't tell anyone about this. And I'm just <laughs> like, I? okay, I didn't believe it, but yeah, those those boys do be gay. Yeah, those yeah, boys are uh, very gay. Yes, and it's the '90s, so they got to keep it secret. 
Right. And as uh, as TJ runs off, uh, Heath just looks after him and goes, good job. And it's just very <laughs> funny. I, I really like it. Um, so then we cut over to TJ shows up with now. This is a lore thing I need to point out. Uh-oh. TJ has a Power Rangers bat. Well, no. He's a red bat. No, Alpha has a 3D printer, Zach. Well, okay, <laughs> true. It's just, he has a red, like, Power Rangers, obviously, equipment bat. The Power yes, Slugger. Yeah, the power slugger. You're probably right, but I just like the idea that that uh, amongst all of the like normal Power Rangers gadgets, like uh, you know a gun, they just have the bat repellent level. Uh, here's a Power Rangers bat. Here's a Power Rangers. I don't know. Bat repellent would be very counterproductive. Snowboard. Yeah. Well, good point. <laughs> um. But yeah, he he shows up with this power bat, power slugger, uh, and he's like, "All right, fine, I'll sh- I'll teach you again. Here we go." Since you don't fucking learn, and I love this visual so much. Uh, it's one of the things that we talked about a lot earlier in the show, which is that um, the Sentai footage seems to use more different special effects than the oh, Power yeah. Rangers footage. Uh, and one of the ones that it uses here is uh, he throws this pitch and when TJ swings at it, he like the the whole f- screen like freezes and TJ like spins around and turns into like a whirlwind. Yeah, and then uh, there's like a rotoscope TJ for a second. That's like all white. Yeah. Yeah. And Flash he hits it. And he hits the shit into space, and it explodes. I do just want to say, um, before the before strikeout pitches, we do see that yes, his balls do also have the sunglasses. Yes, yes, it's very, very good. I love it. Oh yeah, um, and we do we do get the shot of him crying here with the water pouring out of his mouth. In the in the framework, he in the framework, TJ hit the baseball. I was honestly not sure if he had just kicked it, just due to the <laughs> shape. It's a good point. But yes, we get a, a shot of uh, Strikeout. Like, it reminded me of in, like, Spongebob or Ren and Stimpy, where they'll, like, way close up on a character yeah, and yes. they're, like, gross. Because uh, it's way close up of Strikeout's face and he's crying and he says, no one hits my fireball. <laughs> and it's very, very funny. Um, Divatox is pissed. Of course uh, she is. Of course, she fires the torpedoes, uh, makes strikeout big. Uh, he says, I'm my own relief pitcher. They summon the Turbo Megazord, not the... the well, yeah, I said, this was, this was like, this is like episode 19 of the original. Right. The and like, Car Ranger show. The only indication we get that this was not meant to be an earlier episode is we see the torpedoes come out of the space base. Otherwise, it's all sub footage. Right, exactly. Um, so, uh, they, they go fight and there's a pretty good bit in this basically where they use the spin out move, uh, the, the Megazord's, um, the best finisher ever. Yes. That we all, yeah, that we all like. the last time we'll see it. 
Yes, uh, to hit a million baseballs that he back throws all at once back at him, and it's very uh, good. I really it like it. It took me it's cool. too long, but uh, the nobody for strikeout is uh, okay. Saros Peacock. Okay, that's X. I like it. E R U S T I K O T. All right, there you go. Thank you very much. Thank you, Fabi, for this invaluable service. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut down to, or, or cut up to the space base. Uh, there's a pretty good, funny shot of Elgar and Rygog, uh, who have a bunch of base. They have baseball hats and like balls and, yeah. and stuff. And Divatox walks in front of them and is looking away from them and is like, "God, I hate baseball." I never want to see another baseball bat or baseball cap. And as she says each thing, Elgar, like, tosses it off of him so that he's not holding it anymore. I honestly wish there were a few piranhas with baseball hats as well. (laughs) That'd be good. And one of my favorite parts is Elgar also takes the hat off of Rygog, because I don't think the actor can reach his head in that suit. Um, <laughs> and then she spins around and is like, what are you laughing about? And they're just like, oh, we're just thinking about how much you hate baseball. It's the <laughs> worst. Uh, we hate it so much. Notably, Porto just does not give a shit about baseball, it would seem. Porto don't, don't give you two shits about baseball. Por- we've yeah. talked about this. Uh, I, I can't remember you were here, Zach, but Porto's just here to do a job. Porto's not like Finster. He doesn't care yes. about the cows. He doesn't care about the art. He's just clocking in, clocking out, and dealing with this shitty boss. I don't know if you yeah. really clock in or out when you're with a space pirate crew. <laughs> yeah, they're on salary. They don't They don't clock in and out. What does Porto go home to his house? He just is like, oh, I had a tough day at work, honey. <laughs> he's, on, he's on salary, which is to say he gets a fistful of random loot per month. Yeah, Porto's wife is just Porto with a bow, and right, like it's just Porto again, but or, with a bow. Porto with or it's the <laughs> weird, like sexual diamorphism thing. It's like hot Porto with boobs. I, no. I like to think that it's 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 Porto, but like they had drawn eyelashes on the glass in front of her face. <laughs> the That's thing, perfect. That's the yeah, thing that I do think of is that his house is just. It looks like him. It's the same shape, and it's white, and it has like a big window where his face is. So perfect. You're saying just like Pac-Man too? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Porto. Porto One of the best. Exactly. Twenty games of all time. Can't remember. Mike's gonna be so mad he wasn't on this episode. (laughs) Uh, So we cut back to the uh, the field. Uh, Ricky is up and, uh, TJ is like, do your best buddy. And Ricky goes out there and he does his best, but you know, only TJ knows how to hit the special pitch because Because that's love. uh, Love is when you teach that one boy how to hit your ball. (laughs) It's going to be immediately ruined. He sees him setting TJ, though. He doesn't want to upset the guy yeah. he likes, so he goes up to Ricky, and he teaches him how to hit the ball, too. And he teaches, like, everyone, it yeah, seems like. Yeah, he just wants to make his boyfriend happy. And 
And again, this is just a game between friends. He Heath is so off the team. <laughs> it's just a game between friends, so it should just... It, that's fine. It's a totally normal thing for him right. to do that. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like he remembers that this is in like not even intramural. It's literally just like hangout <laughs> games. And he goes and, and teaches Ricky how to... Hit the ball. Brian's so upset. It's like, really every, funny. Every, I everyone, hate Brian. Everyone gathers around. <laughs> I think he's just sharing it to everyone. Yeah, it's it's very funny. And and uh uh now again, I understand that it's not usually my role to say that they're gonna fuck. Eh, you're valid, you're TJ allowed. TJ literally TJ literally winks at him. Y'all caught yeah. that, right? Yeah, literally yeah, yeah. straight up. Like, I understand if someone's like, no, y'all are just very gay. And yes, you are correct, but also this yes. is very gay. Yes, I agree. I think I, it's, it's if you don't read uh, things as gay as we do, that's perfectly valid also. Uh, but this is gay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Listen, it's just I, very I wasn't funny. there at the start of the episode either, but yeah. <laughs> Those looks, I I sometimes say things just, uh, yes, you know, because I'm gay, but, like, the fucking looks they give each other are just so full of longing and, like, feeling, because there's no, it's just the looks and, like, the long, long looks and the smiles and the wings. It's like, no, they, they go It does not help that TJ is just so beautiful. TJ's very beautiful. Yeah, it's cute. It's very I could not cute. stop I looking really... at his beauty mark this episode. Yeah, yeah, it's very prominent. I like it. It's right next to his uh, his right eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and he yeah, purdy. so that's the end of the episode. He purdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there that's is yes. Though. So during the credits, we get a callback to the Balkan skull bit, and it's just yeah. that they did the line very bad. Like it's very curvy. Womp, That's womp. it, basically. And they're like throwing chalk everywhere. Yeah, uh, I mean it's kind of funny, but it's yeah, it, it's very contr- you're contractually did, did, obligated. Did we mention the look on Ricky's face when he starts to understand? He's like, yeah, like oh yes, I love very this guy. Good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Uh, I don't really have that much to say about it that we didn't talk about. It's very gay. Uh, I enjoy it and I wish that TJ had gotten solo episodes earlier. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a weird thing that he didn't. Um, but this this and the Etrigan or what was the Arrogant? Arrogant. Area ten are the only. It's nature. DJ it's nature backwards. Yeah, um, but you know, uh, it's it's a pretty fun episode, and it's uh, not like yeah. amazing, but it's entertaining. And an entertaining episode of Power Rangers is more than enough sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. Air, an entertaining episode of Power Rangers is as good as you're going to get for several seasons. Yes, accurate. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a fun one. And uh, next week we we slightly miss uh, Halloween because we get Carlos mm-hmm. is a vampire, and I'm very excited about that. Um, but for now, uh, I do not have questions. If you have a question for me or a comment, you should send it to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. 
teenagers at, at or sorry, teenagers with attitude is our Facebook group or uh, teenswithtude at gmail.com is our email address. Um, send me questions. We will read them on the air. Uh, until then, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, you can catch me on Twitter at this is Emeralds. Uh, and that's about it. All right. Uh, Fabi, is there anything you'd like to plug? I'm on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. You can also find me on the Audio Entropy podcast, Island Playtest, and uh, occasionally on Strangers Fiction. Yeah, check that out too. Uh, Listen to the garages on Bandcamp and Spotify. Uh, and Haley, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug? Well, of course. Uh, as you know, you can find my edits uh, just punching Mighty Minimalist into YouTube. I'm also on Twitter at whizwiz.biz, which is... It's a good a- account name. Yes. I'm not going to let you disparage that. I was a little, I was a little afraid that it was that it might have been hard to figure out how to type, but List just type whiz dot biz. Dot biz. All spelled it's out. It's very good. Yes, and uh, I got a Patreon. I told you no- oh. that for the longest time in my head, I called you Lizard Elizabeth. Heck. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What's your Patreon? Oh, it's uh, it's pinned. All right. It's my pinned tweet. It's uh, okay. Great. In, ca- cool. in case it gets unpinned, it is patreon.com slash uh, trying to think of how to say this. With my series being Mighty Minimalist Power Rangers, it is just um, patreon.com slash mimipora. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so find find it on your Twitter. This is probably the best way to do it. Um, uh, Zach, I gotta, I gotta tell you, my, my wife is, is, is showing me her email question that she sent and being very upset about it. So next time under- you better answer that. <laughs> I understand. I understand. I usually I usually try to wait until we have a couple. That's the only one I have uh, right okay, now. Okay. Uh, we will do it. T- tell her please don't worry. I'm not ignoring her. I, I will, promise. I will. Uh, <laughs> tell your wife if she has a blazeball question. Send it to me. I'll take care of it. She next does week. not have a blazeball question. I'm sorry, Fabi. <laughs> Let me put it this way, and this might serve as a slight tease. If we only did that question and no other questions, that would be a little weird. <laughs> uh, but we will. But we will. Um, so, uh, come back next week. Uh, thank you again, Haley, for being on. Yay! My pleasure. Yeah. And for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. I've been Fabby. I've been Haley. And may the power protect you always. Bitches of all in the same place, do the same way, every time like an asshole.